Okay, we are going to take a break, but it's 32 for 2 after 5 overs at the cricket. Uh, South Africa was women betting first against New Zealand. It's their second match of this T20 World Cup on home soil. They've already lost Tasman Brits and Madison Cup, but Laura Wolford is still there, and she's just, she's been joined by the skipper, Sunny Liss, so one of them needs to go on and get a big score today against New Zealand. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we're going to talk cricket now um, with the game on between South Africa and New Zealand. But we also just want to look back quickly on what happened in that opening defeat to Sri Lanka. And we are joined on the line by a former stalwart of the team, Masha Litsualo. Masha, good evening and thanks for taking our call on SAFM tonight. Evening, Tadiso. Thanks for having me. I hope you're well. What's Masha been up to? Ah, I'll be okay. Obviously, it was a disappointment uh, in that opening game. But hopefully the girls today will do well. What do you think went wrong there? Because the team has always managed to get the better of Sri Lanka. Do you think maybe nerves because um, it was the first game of the World Cup at home at Newlands and all that build up? You know, for the fact that we've got a home ground advantage and, you know, the atmosphere was actually like amazing. The fans came in numbers to support our girls. Something that we've never experienced. I mean, by the time we used to play, we never had this support. So the girls like had the support, all the support around the world, which, which was nice to see because now it tells us that women's cricket is actually going in the right direction. Well, I think um, we did well, obviously, with our bowling, and we restricted them with 129, which I thought mm. it was going to be easy for us to get. Honestly speaking, I thought that game was going to be ours because our bowlers bowled well. I mean, we just needed to run a ball, and obviously they were going to give us some bad balls and we're going to capitalize on that with the eating boundaries or sixes. So I think uh, our betting department let us down, honestly speaking. I think so. Yeah, and and that's why I'm asking, is it nerves then, Masha? Because in that warm-up match, they were able to get past 200 when they were chasing that total set by England. Yes, that's what uh, like, I'm also surprised and I'm, I'm shocked. Hence I said, I thought that that 129, which they restricted them, it was going to be a gettable score. Like it was Looking at the lineup, the betting lineup that we have, like we we've got great uh, uh, betting lineup. So I was not expecting us to actually like you know lose that game. Yeah, we just needed one person just to go on and get a big score here. But um, on paper, how do we match up against New Zealand? Where is New Zealand when it comes to women's T Twenty cricket? I think honestly, like uh, with uh, the. Leagues that have been played now with uh, introducing the new leagues like the uh, W, sorry, the W, uh, IP, the W, uh, P, IPL. And yes, I was seeing the auction today. Yes, yes, I was watching the auction. I saw that Marizan was the highest uh, mm. uh, paid player and followed by um, that, uh, Ishmael. Mm, Shabnim. Yes, Ishmael Shabnim, yes. I think... Uh, with England, I mean, like, we still have a long way to go. I mean, like, they're playing those uh, leagues, and if we can maybe do those type of leagues maybe on our side, because we can see what SA is doing now, the men's side now. They've mm. got this uh, tournament now, the SA, SA20. Maybe if we can also maybe follow that, uh, follow follow them, that trail, maybe we can measure ourselves with England in terms of uh, growing women's cricket in South Africa. And get our own big, big bash league here. But does... Absolutely. Oh, there's another wicket. Oh, Sunay Liss is out, the captain. So 46 for three now, uh, the Proteus women. So does this, Marsha, now become a must-win game? 
yeah, it actually it's a must-win game, uh, but it's a must-win. Obviously, the World Cup, we have to win uh, all our games, but it's unfortunate what happened with Sri Lanka. Mm. But now it's going to boil down now to Madrid Madrid overall once we, everyone is done playing with one another. Oh. But but we but but it's a must it's, it's a must win for us because we can't be like relying on Madrid right because we saw what happened with us with the men uh, under nineteen under mm. nineteen because I was manager for the under nineteen mm. and we saw that it's so vital and so important for us to actually we supposed to win that first game first game is a must win actually so that you know what you don't have to worry about the Madrid right because going forward you just have to keep on with the momentum of winning each and every game in World Cup. Yeah, and it happened with the men also in their last T20 World Cup with that yeah. run rate coming yeah. into play. Yeah, we've got a caller yeah. on the line from Cape... Oh, it must be Colin from Cape Town. Good evening, Colin. It's been a while, my friend. Yes, Amarian, Amarian. Okay. Good evening, your guest. Tabisu, you know, when I thought to myself, oh, a run and ball, a run and ball. This is a walk in the park, especially the way they played against England. But you know something? They're becoming like our male... Our male men choking. They, they, they choked here, man. They didn't face themselves. They didn't do what they did before. Scoring the 40, the 50, and the 30, nothing. It was pathetic, man. You know. Well, that's a bit harsh, Colin. The name is chokers also. You, 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 just, you don't think it's just the weight of expectation of playing at home and having a tournament open at yes, Newlands? You're playing at home. It was a beautiful day. No win, nothing. They had everything in their favor. They had their fans. They had, you know, Newlands, Newlands. You couldn't even get from, from early in the morning mm. through Newlands. The cars were all there. They had every advantage. But when it comes against a, a overseas team and a World Cup, like our fellow men, choke, choke. Okay, cool. Now, the yeah. other question is, yes. can you explain to me that other lady, I can't get her name now, she was dropped because she didn't get a fitness test. A, a good battle there. Now, can you explain to me what happened there? Now, I'll kill her, uh, another bird with stone. When you got time, Tabisu, I congratulate uh, Eastern Cape, uh, Markov and his men. Yeah. Uh, but Tabisu are here, they're getting 17 million, the winner. Confirm it for me during the show later on, please, man. Okay, Colin, uh, thanks, 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 thanks for that. We'll confirm that for you. Um, let's also play a voice note. I'll, I've, I've noted your question here. We'll let our guest answer that, uh, Colin. Good evening, Tabisu, and good evening to Mama Uletualo Libra here. Look, for me, the most disappointing thing as a fan of this team is that we had this golden generation of players, the likes of Laura Wolfart, you know, Lizali, Sinelis, Danae Fanekark, you know, Marazan Kaab, Shabnam Ishmael, Chloe Tryon, but we've never won any World Cup. That for me, Mignon player. that for me has been the disappointing thing about this team is that with that golden generation, we really failed to win a World Cup. How do you feel, Mashia, with all those once in a generation of cricketers that we have had, Ayabonga Kaka, that winning a World Cup has been, you know, you know, so far, but yet so close. Um, how do you feel? Don't you feel sad with the likes of Lee, uh, Dupree now retired? Don't you feel sad with the likes of Kapin Ishmael now also nearing retirement? And two, 
what do you think the legacy of the World Cup should be? How should CSA use this under-19 and women's senior World Cup as a legacy in terms of growing the game? Thank you. Okay, thanks for that. Um, Marcia, do you think you left some trophies on the field there? Because Libra was saying there were lots of teams that were the golden generation. Sorry, say that again? I'm saying uh, Libra was saying, was just expressing his disappointment at some of the teams and uh, not winning trophies having been dubbed as the golden generation. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, I actually like um, hear what he's saying and I sympathize with what he's saying. I hear he's so sad and I'm also sad actually because I thought maybe this uh, bunch of players before they, they retire, they could have won as uh, World Cup, which was unfortunate that they came close. They made uh, two semi-finals. Obviously, they didn't go through, which was disappointing, obviously, because I know that us as South Africans, like, we, we want to win. We want, we're craving for that uh, uh, that trophy, that World Cup trophy. Mm. And, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite disappointing, but with the under-19 coming up now, I'm feeling that, you know, something great is going to happen with this girls, women's cricket, it's women's cricket going forward. So the, the, the talent is there. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there was a question from Colin about um, just your thoughts on Danae being left out because she failed to meet the team's fitness requirements. What's, what are your thoughts on that? Because it's been the hot topic and it's, it's, it's unfortunately uh, dominated the build-up to this T20 World Cup. Um, I tend to, can I not comment on that one? And did you have this fitness test when you were playing? Yes, we did have the fitness test, yes. And were they were they very strict on them? Yes. Okay, so you can. There's no way you can get around it, regardless of how good you are. Yes. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to former Protea Marsha Litwala, just getting her thoughts on uh, the T20 World Cup that is um, underway here. Um, but just on on the fitness test, without getting into it personally, Marsha, how does it affect the group when, like Colin says, Danae has been a big player for this team and integral part of this team? Do you think it affects the, the group in any way? Are they professional enough to have to move on? You know what I mean. I- other countries, they are also implementing it. So mm-hmm. we're not the first one to implement it. I mean, big teams like Australia, England, like, you know, they implement it. So if you don't make it, don't tell you to go back and work hard on it, then you must come back stronger. Yeah, it actually happens in the so men's not the first, yeah. No, sorry, I wanted to say it also happens in the men's game also because we've seen Sasanda Magala has also been left out a few times uh, due to fitness issues. And actually, when we spoke to the director of cricket, Ino Kungwe, on the show, he was saying that they took a resolution at one of their off-season workshops that everybody now, even the provincial teams, will have to adhere to these uh, fitness standards. So, Masha, just as we wrap up now, what will make a good tournament for, for the pro tiers? at home are they expected to go all out and win it or should top four qualification at least be be the minimum or be the priority obviously like we they are expected to go out all out and win i mean like um i think the first uh, caller said we've got our home ground advantage like i've mentioned before so we know our field you know how our field uh, operates so there's no pressure at all and for the fact that you've got uh the whole of south africa breaking us believing in us. So it means that, you know, we're not on our own. Hence I said that women's cricket is going forward, like, no longer having, like, one or two girls. We've got the whole country now supporting women's cricket. So if that's that is not a boost, I don't know what more. 
Okay. Thanks for speaking yeah. to us, Masha. Always a pleasure hearing from you, and I'm glad to hear that you are involved in uh, with the SA and the 19th team. So I think they're in good hands, and we're glad that you're still in the sport. Thanks for having me, Okay, thank you, Masha Litswalo there. And-